everybody. This is pop culture critic John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, mom reviews the time-looping dramedy series Russian Doll. Let's bring mom in now. Hi, mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? Good. Uh, we took our new slogan out for a spin there in the intro. It w- and, and all the prizes have been uh, put in the mail. Oh, they have. Excellent. Well, I was referring to our listener slogan contest, won by one Kaz F., who uh, said the podcast where, where culture is relative, and you heard me say it up top. Congratulations, Kaz. All the winner and the runners-up were both so delighted to hear from me. It was pretty fun to tell them the news. Can you <laughs> share with the listeners, we know that the winner got um, a rather marvelous uh, Johnny Cupcakes um, pin advent calendar, an advent calendar full of uh, beautiful little pins to put on your lapel or your bag or whatnot. And Well, we don't know if they're beautiful. Well, we assume so. We assume so. We assume, yeah. Yes. It's a, it's, the calendar contains a mystery. And we also right. want to remind people, even though it's an advent calendar, Kaz, go ahead and open it, you know, now. You can wait till the beginning of March right. if you want. If you want to start off at the beginning of the month, it's up to you. Or today. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. That's, that's right. Oh, we're already getting into Russian doll here. You can't wait. <laughs> I can. But uh, what did the runners up receive? Uh, you don't remember. Socks and chocolate. Socks chocolate. and chocolate, two of mom's favorite gifts. My favorite. Socks. I mean, you got to love socks, right? Do you? Don't you? I mean, honest to God, don't you like to open your your sock drawer or or look on the floor for wherever you keep your socks and Pick out the the warmest pair right now. I do like. Come on. I do like a full sock drawer. Well, there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then you get to look in and pick yeah. out your favorite pair, yeah. the kind that have good elastic, that fit your feet well, that that are comfy, cozy, instead of the ones with the saggy elastic and the hole in the toe. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I do. I think everybody knows about socks, Mom. It's just not that exciting. Well, it's one of my happiest parts of the day to get my favorite socks. I don't believe that. <laughs> well, my life is not all that exciting, you know. <laughs> okay, I see. It's, but... one of, it's, like one of, it's like one of those little things like, like using soap that smells good in the shower. Mm. It's just one daily little niceties that you do for yourself right life's small pleasures but i think your life is more exciting than you let on mom because i understand you have uh, a new tale from the post office i do i do i love our new post master i guess he is i, I don't know who he really is but he we, works behind the counter now this is a new postmaster is this the guy with the license plate that says he's the funniest yes. guy on earth okay his name is his name is jason well, he called me yesterday afternoon. He called you. And he called me. And I was waiting for a shipment of my Girl Scout cookies to come in because <laughs> I ordered them from one of the boys, maybe Merrick's friend from high school. 
his daughter. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I was hoping we would end He's up at a girl, a girl in this story. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, everybody's joining up together now. The Girl Scouts are joining the Boy Scouts, and it's becoming quite... Uh, homogenized. I don't think that's true. I think the Boy Scouts are open to everybody, but I think the Girl Scouts are still just girls, right? From what I, or has that changed? Well, no, but I just read about the, the girls coming into the Boy Scouts. Maybe we'll have I Boy Scout cookies someday. Imagine that. The Boy Scouts in my town, when I was growing up, always sold light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> light bulbs. Light bulbs. Wow. Yes. Those yeah. were the days. I'm sure they were the highest quality, too. I'm sure. <laughs> Never fail brand light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. So Jason called me yesterday and said, the three packages that you got yesterday didn't show up in the computer because he, you know, pew-pews them when he, when he gives them to you. Yeah. What does he do to them? He's like Star Wars them. <laughs> like he shoots them with a laser? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. It reads, the, it reads the number. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess it didn't register. Now, this guy has, you know, 100 or so packages come through. Oh, I in know. A day. Wilmot is second only to <laughs> Manhattan Central Station in terms of the volume <laughs> of mail that comes in, mostly because of you. <laughs> but he told me what my three packages looked like so that I could find them in the trash and read him the numbers off them. He remembered what, what three packages? Yes! Wait, but they were in the trash? Well, I had already opened them and thrown the boxes away. Oh, so he needed you to give him the numbers so that he could tell his computer, yeah, we got those. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he, he fell down on the job here, it sounds like. Well, or his machine did. Oh, uh, his Star Wars machine? His Star <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I, I say that because that's what Anna says. Pew, pew. Pew, pew movie. That's, that's right. That's, pew, pew is a kind of an internet thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, wait, did you get the post office guy the information that he needed? Well, I did. I did, but every number is like 16 numbers yeah. long, you know? Yeah. And he said, yep, 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 between each oh. four digit. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I kind of like because I do kind of like that prompt, you know, that, hey, I'm paying attention and I got it and we're good and, you know, that kind of thing. But then it gets just just give me a second. I'm going to say the next four numbers without you saying, yep, yep, yep. Uh, that uh, that always makes me uncomfortable when I have to read a long number off for that very reason, because. You know, I like to leave a little pause in between, say, the numbers of the credit card. You know, the numbers right. on the credit card are grouped in fours, right? And so you read the four off, and then you take a breath, and yes, because sometimes the person says that, yup, then is at the moment that you're starting to read the next four numbers, exactly. and then it's like, uh, that, that, do I, which ones do you have and which ones don't you? Right. 
but the, it's nice. The other person's on the other end is trying to be nice. Exactly. And say, okay, I'm with you, but really you just want them to shut up. Right. I think right. if you're receiving the number, you know, I often get one aha after the first four and then there's no more. Right. I'll take one got it or okay. And then it's yeah. understood that you're listening and read the whole thing back to me when you're done. That's, that's how we right. make sure we've got it in order. Right? Oh, that's good. Yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> Oh, you didn't? No, because I figured, you know, it's his party. Let him run it yeah. however he wants. <laughs> That's right. So. That's true. Um, so he was relying on the yup system alone to ensure the integrity of these digits. I don't know about that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. Kind of shocking to have the post office call you, isn't it? Exactly. Because I thought he was calling to tell me my cookies were in, which is ridiculous. I don't know why he would do that, but... <laughs> I mean, that seems above and beyond, yeah. but... Instead, he just wanted you to do his job for him. Yes. Yeah. For no pay. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, now, what kind of Girl Scout cookies did you order? I got Tagalongs, mm -hmm. some Thin Mints, mm -hmm. uh, some lemon ones that Genesis are called something different. Where she lives. Oh yeah, some of them are different in the on the west side of the country. Really? Yeah. What is the point of that? I don't know. They have different bakeries too. You're not getting the same Girl Scout cookie all across the country. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what. There's no filling in anything that's filled. You're speaking, I imagine, of the tagalongs, which, if I recall, are the peanut butter ones, right? Oh, those the peanut butter. The pe no, the Tagalongs are the chocolate-covered peanut butter ones, which are very nice. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. No, they have a peanut butter one that's like a sandwich cookie, and those taste like dog biscuits. The dosey dos Is that what they're called? Yeah. Well, they stink. I'm talking about the chocolate-covered peanut butter ones, the Tagalongs. I like those, but you know, Keebler makes a version of that also. Keebler. They've cornered the market. Well, you know, they do make a good cookie. Um, so the lemon ones I know as uh, Savannah Smiles. Right, and mine are called lemonades. Lemonades are different. Those are two different cookies. Yeah. yeah. Well, why? who needs two lemon cookies? I eat more than two most uh, most years. Well, you said you didn't even want me this year. Well, there will be some girls around here selling them. Well, they don't. I don't think they come door to door anymore. No, there's a, but they always have a table somewhere in the neighborhood. Are you going to buy any? Yeah, I'll buy some tagalongs, also known as peanut butter patties. <laughs> I thought you were a thin mint guy. I like thin mints too. Like those tagalongs though, also known as peanut butter patties. Okay. Well, uh, the thing is, they used to be very good. They used to come, when I sold them, they came in a box with wax paper covering them, and I think they, the filling was a little more generous. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody says that Girl Scout cookies have gotten worse over the years. I think they have. But I like to buy them because I like to support them, and I like cookies. Not, not in order. <laughs> you like the cookies better than the support? Yeah. Um, well, I like to, you know, think of myself as a humanitarian when I buy a box of them. Yeah. You know what I like is those tag-alongs, also known as peanut butter patties. <laughs> 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 the 
They used to make a good sandwich cookie, but they don't anymore. Not a tag along or a peanut butter <laughs> patty or whatever you're calling them. So you're not having any Savannah smiles this year? I got some lemonades. I don't even know what Savannah smiles are. They're the better lemon cookie. Savannah smiles are the ones that are like a half circle that they've got. Um, the cookies themselves are lemon flavored and they've got powdered sugar on them. Oh, those are so messy. Lemonades are good, though. They got that little bit of icing on them. And do you mean a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It's barely detectable, but it's there. Um, Trefoils? I also, I got some of those just for tradition. Yeah. The birds like them. <laughs> okay. Johnny, now, now I'm going to tell you this because this is sort of interesting. Okay. To me, at least. The people next door are feeding the ducks. They yeah. have... 100, at least 100 ducks in their yard every day. I don't know what she's feeding them. They they aren't really of means, people of means, but she's feeding these 100 ducks. And my crows, I think, have transferred to her. Oh, the crows aren't coming around to eat your junk anymore? No. My delicious offerings. Such as, remind the listeners what you put out for the crows. <laughs> well, I don't really want to. Well, give them an example. Um, stale cereal. Yeah, stale cereal. You just dump it out on the lawn, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, meat that I maybe never got to cook. Oh, Christ. In time. they Somebody likes that, because that's always gone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure the raccoons love it. Do you think it gives them diarrhea? <laughs> I have never thought about that for a moment, no. <laughs> well, I do think about that, and I feel sorry if it... But, you know, they eat out of garbage cans. So, <laughs> yes, right? that's right. That's right. So just give them whatever. So I try not to feel too bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Once you eat out of a garbage can, forget it. We can treat you however we want. That's right. <laughs> well, and I used to buy those cakes, those uh, cakes of suet that have sure. seed embedded in it. Mm -hmm. But if they're not going to come here for food, I'm not going to put those out for everybody else. If you transferred your allegiance to the ducks... Oh, you should see, too. Just, like, poop all over the place. It's going to really smell. Yeah, I'm sure. So you really dodged a bullet there. So the crows went away, and you do not want to leave food out for the remaining animals, like songbirds, innocent little chipmunks. You really only want the vermin, the crows, the raccoons. Not the raccoons. I really just want the crows. Skunks? No, we had one. We have one. Muskrats? What the hell is a muskrat? I don't know. It's just—it's the smelliest animal I could come up with after skunk. Well, I wouldn't mind having a possum because I just read they eat snakes. Yeah, but snakes eat things that are bad, too. Uh, you know what? Everything eats something that's helping you out. Sorry. Uh, I don't need a snake. Oh, I, I don't not like them. I don't like the way they move. I don't like the way they stink. I don't like them. How do you know how they think? How do you know how a snake thinks? I know. I know. 
Because the way they move, they're all sneaky. And uh, look, I'm going this way, but my back half is going a different way. And ew, I can lift my head up. Oh, I think, oh, they're, oh, I just can't stand them. You know, we have a lot of snakes who listen to this podcast, Mom. Well, I'm only trying to alienate one group at a time. I know. So. Well, it seems like you piss someone off every week, and i got to remind I you, know. we have a very diverse <laughs> listener base. I'm sorry if you love snakes. I know a lot of people have them as pets, and ugh, I'm, 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 I don't get it. You have nothing against snake people. Uh, n- no. People who like snakes. You have nothing against yeah. them, right? Sounds like maybe right. you do, actually, a little bit. I just don't understand them, you know. And I think if you own a snake, you would be the type of person that would say, oh, hi, hi, how are you today? Surprise, here's my snake. You know, so I don't really trust the, them. No, that's, no, there's nothing true about what you just said. No snake person would act that way. Really? You don't think so? I bet they would. Because they like sneaky things. Mom, do you want to get to our review, uh, The Wonderful World of Snakes? <laughs> I wish I'd been able to pronounce it correctly. It would have made the joke better, but yeah. <laughs> I was so nervous that you were, you know, flubbing up there. Uh, yes, let's do. <laughs> okay. Mom and I are actually talking about Russian Doll this week. We've all had moments in life where we wished we could have a do-over. I just had one right now, in fact. In the new Netflix series Russian Doll, Natasha Leone lives that wish. In fact, she can't escape it. Leone, who you'll remember from Orange is the New Black and, if your memory goes back far enough, the American Pie films, plays Nadia Volvikov, a New Yorker with a quick wit, a sharp tongue, and a unique problem. She keeps dying, you see, and on top of that... She keeps waking up at her birthday party. What's happening to her? And why? What is death? What is birth? In Russian Doll, Nadia tries to answer these big questions and more just like them. Here's a clip. Sweet birthday, baby. Having fun? The universe is trying to fuck with me, and I refuse to engage. Do you hear me? I won't do it. And I don't give a fuck if you disappeared my cat. Hey, Nadia. You're acting a little. What is in this? It's laced with cocaine, just like those risks. Oh, man, no. I have tried cocaine many times, and nothing has ever fucked me up like this did. Yeah, you haven't even smoked it yet. All right, Maxine. If there is a chance, I mean any chance, that there is something in here other than cocaine, I really need you to just tell me. Come on, Nines. Stop acting like such a victim. You're a cockroach. I am not a cockroach. Why would you call me a cockroach? I mean, what does that even fucking mean, a cockroach? Because you can eat anything, take anything, do anything. It's impossible to destroy you. you you'll never die. Russian Doll is streaming on Netflix. Mom, are you eager to relive Russian Doll? No. No? No. No. Boy, the internet is abuzz no. with this show. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. (laughs) This is a choose-your-own-adventure. Somebody, somebody that got to enact out their fever dream and made me watch it, and I so resent that. I can't tell you. (laughs) You resent it. I resent. 
I resent that I'm never going to get rid of Harry Nielsen's song out of my head. And I'm, I, I'm, I resent all that time that I invested in this, trying to figure it out, waiting for the end. And when all was said and done, it was, well, figure it out. It means whatever you want it to mean. And that, to me, is sloppy. I, I am having none of it. And I think there's going to be a second season. And I can't wait to not watch it. I'm going to not watch it very loudly. Well, unless we have to review it. Uh, right. Good. Yes, thank you. Um, which we may have to. Uh, so you have watched all eight episodes. Yes, I have. I have watched five, and you were crestfallen to hear in the uh, episode prep that I had not watched all eight. Um, right. Some, some crazy developments happened in the last three, it sounds like. In the last one. Because the last one, before yeah. that, it's just more bathroom. Magic bathroom, <laughs> Harry Nielsen, smoke a cigarette. My lungs hurt after. And you know what else? You know what else you forgot to say that she was in um, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, you went back. You went back. Yeah. So you didn't. Yes. Okay. She was. She was also on Pee Wee's Playhouse. There. Yeah, that's right. In any case. But I, I thought this was very. Um, it was intriguing at first, yes. and by about the third or fourth, it was monotonous. It was really just the same thing, you know, very funny, falling down the stairs and falling down the, yeah. you know, what are those things called in New York City where they have the door open where they get deliveries, the door in the floor on the sidewalk. Oh, oh, yeah. What is that called? I don't know. Like a... I know here it's called a bulkhead, but it must be called something different when it's, I don't know. In the sidewalk. Yeah, they have those openings in the sidewalk so you can uh, get stuff down to the basement of the shop. But right. I, that's funny. I never, there must be a name for it, and maybe I know it somewhere in the recesses of my mind. But yeah, I don't know what that's called. Let me look it up now. I want to know. All right. Okay. I know what that's like. Because I had to Google Harry Nielsen to find out who sings. Gotta get up, gotta get up, gotta get home. Ugh. Do you not have that stuck in your head? Oh, definitely. Uh, well, it looks like they're just called sidewalk cellar doors. Oh, how unimaginative. Yeah, cellar doors. They did always seem very dangerous. So when she um, died a few times uh, as a result of these cellar doors, I really, I think those gave me the biggest... Uh, Shiver of all, because I could see that happening. Yeah, definitely. You know, get on your phone. You see all kinds of nutty stuff yeah. on the Internet. What are some other ways that she dies? She falls down the stairs a number of times. I love that. And that she's afraid of the stairs. I thought that, yeah. was, that was pretty charming. So now, as you were watching this, and, you know, we don't really share our impressions, although sometimes, you know, we can get a sense. Sometimes we can't be contained. But in general, our rule is that we don't talk to each other about thumbs up or thumbs down, that type of stuff before we do the podcast, right? But right. when I checked in with you, you did say, you were saying stuff like, oh, it's so weird, it's so weird, and you didn't sound unhappy. You sounded kind of excited about it. So was it just the ending that has turned you off? Yes. 
Is this a lost? You know, we talked about lost a week or two ago. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Yeah? It isn't quite as entangled, but it's sort of just, you know, it's like if you're riding a haunted streetcar and, you know, you can't wait to see where it's going and it's taking you someplace and there's twists and there's turns and there's... And then it dumps you in a sewer, and it's, ta-da, that's it. That's your ride. It's like, what the hell? In a sewer? I mean, I'm, I'm really sorry that you haven't seen the end, because I just looked at Dad and said, WTF. Oh, and what did he have to say about it? He said, what? Was he similarly so, upset? Well, nobody gets upset like I do, but yeah. uh, he said, well, maybe Johnny will know. Maybe Johnny will tell us. But, you know, I did go online to try to see if I could bring some enlightenment to this whole thing. And really, it is mostly like a choose your own. Is it about life or is it about, you know, death mm-hmm. or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just some artsy fartsy crap that they offer you to as a like it's really profound, you know, and I want to say to people, it's television, you know. It's entertainment. It's television. I, I came for a whole show, not now think about this for the next week. I'm not going to. I'm done with you. I'm very angry about this. Huh. And you're just shooting in the dark because you don't know how it ends. Well, I don't know how it ends, but I certainly have been tracking the arc of it and paying attention to symbols like... I mean, the first thing you notice is that bathroom door that, um, in a inspired piece of set design, looks both like a vagina, which they call out in a bit of dialogue, and like a portal to another dimension, which Natasha Leone calls out in a later episode, another bit of dialogue. So you immediately have this blurring of the line between birth and death, right? If you want. And then there's stuff like the fish, the fish disappearing. Uh, right, I know. In the I very first that. episode, she she says, didn't she used to have more fish to her friend? And yeah. indeed she did. We saw there were more fish, and then there were fewer fish. And then Alan, the fellow who comes along, That's right. his, his fish, fish vanishes too. And then his fish comes back, and there's no rhyme or reason, no awakening of an idea. Um, the rotting fruit... Right. Um, the flowers that wither despite the seeming looping of time. Yeah. So what did you make of that? Well, I was waiting to be I was waiting for the rainbow. I mean, I was waiting for enlightenment and they just dumped it right back on my lap. OK. <laughs> Again, I, I have not seen the ending, so I can't interpret the ending for you. But I can. Can I tell you what I enjoyed about the series? Can we come at All it from right. that angle? Say. All right. She drove me crazy. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little more about what you hated. Yeah, but yeah, she Natasha Leone drove you crazy? Yeah. <clears throat> Why? She just seemed very one-dimensional. You know, I yeah. never saw her put on her pajamas and get in bed. I never saw her eat a sandwich and drink a cup of coffee. I never saw her do anything but smoke and and be in this situation. I think that I think Natasha Leone is a lot of fun to watch. She's very entertaining. Love her accent, um, which is played up pretty strongly in this uh, series. Yeah. Um, 
you know, this is her project, right? She she yes. developed this in collaboration with Amy Poehler, among others. Amy Poehler, right? Yet, I think that the I think that the writing of the series and the conceptualization of the series calls for a versatility that Natasha Leone, at least in this performance, does not bring to bear. Um, I think she's very entertaining. I love her energy. But when you say one note, I can sympathize with that because, especially because, I mean, it's hard not to talk about Groundhog Day in the context of this movie, right? And there's a, there's a film that in a little less than the amount of time, considerably less time, actually, than the amount of time that um, Russian Doll takes to tell its story, Groundhog Day really goes, Bill Murray goes through a rainbow of emotions. And Natasha Leon goes through some of the same self-reckoning. In fact, there were really echoes of Groundhog Day at times in this uh, series. But I don't see her going through all those emotional colors. Like she, her default mode is smartass, and there's moments right. where she comes out of that shell and seems to experience regret. But I'm feeling the regret or the introspection more in the script than I am in her yeah. performance. And that was what kept me from falling totally in love with this series, even though I did enjoy it as I went along. And and I did enjoy the first maybe three mm-hmm. episodes, but then and then when, but then I just felt like I was uh, stuck to a bumper and being dragged through the streets when it was just the same bathroom, the same song, you know, the same hug, the same drugs, the same cigarette. It was just too much. I think that around the midpoint of the season, it does tread water for a little bit until we get into Alan's story because she meets this other fella who has a similar predicament right right again i'm trying He's not to living and dying yes yeah. I, I guess we can just say it but i'm trying i'm trying not to give away too much but oh okay. yes she i think it's fine you know this is the middle of the season we're talking about and his face is in the promo images so you know he's going to play a big part okay um so alan played by charlie barnett becomes sort of her companion in this journey and that you know, that injected some new energy into it for me. I would say new energy, but then they never really gelled as two people for me because she was too self-involved. You know, while they're trying to solve something, she's going off and having sex with somebody. Yeah, you know, I was disappointed every time she walked away with John, her ex-boyfriend, because he did nothing for me, that character, and yeah. yeah, I just felt like I was just watching that stuff to get it, get it over with. Right, exactly. And she just kept, exactly. there's this one episode where she just keeps going, you know, she leaves with him immediately every time, and you, you're kind of saying as if you were, talk to this other guy who's experiencing the same stuff, like, stick with him. Yeah. Try to figure it out a little bit. Keep yourself together. I mean... Why wouldn't you pursue that? It was just, you know, the immediate gratification or what, you know, or her lifestyle. I I don't know. I don't have any answers after going through the whole thing. Yeah, but here's the thing about Nadia and Alan, though, that makes them work is that Nadia, in this process, she's coming from 
you know, a life lived rather chaotically, shall we yeah. say, right? Yeah. It seems like she's coming from a place of chaos and trying to find order. Meanwhile, we've got Alan, who lives his life in the most orderly um, fashion possible, to the extent yeah. that the people around him view it as a disorder, right? That's the irony of his right. situation. And right. um, he is on a journey to um, be more intuitive, right? Uh, to discover exactly. his whatever powers of intuition he may possess to navigate the world. So I see them as being at opposite ends of a, of a spectrum that I know I'm contriving a little bit, but that's how I'm looking at this. So they're together, but they're also very far apart. That's yeah. what m makes their energy interesting to me. They're in the same predicament, but they're coming at it from very different angles, and they have different learning to do. This, the, the introduction of Alan, took the step beyond Groundhog Day for me. Groundhog Day was about a singular journey, and this show is more about dualities, binaries, setting up binaries and then blurring them. Um, and I think that's what that's what Alan brings to this story. And I just felt again, I'm only through episode five, but I just I wished we could have gotten more of him and her because I think they're fun together too, much more fun to watch than than her ex and her, which is just death. Agree, yeah. Well, I'll be really interested to hear what you have to say when you come to the end, because I felt such dissatisfaction. And really anger, and really anger. Mm. So, to me, that's what I call sloppy writing. Uh, you know, cleverness, a laugh, anything. Give me something. Don't leave me with, what the hell was that? That's, don't leave me like that. Well, what the hell was it? Well, I can't say. Well, you can say something. Well, it was crap. It was sloppy. No, what was your, what's it your was, idea? How do you explain it? To me, it was not this profound, it's all about heaven and earth and living, and, you know, that was all the yeah. BS I read when I went online, and it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. It wasn't profound. I'm telling you, it was somebody's fever dream that they thought would be fun to put on TV and torture people with. Hmm. I, I, I can have a better fever dream. Okay. I had a better fever dream when I had the flu. You know, this show really does. People misuse that term fever dream um, to just mean like a crazy dream. But a fever dream is that particular type of dream where you're where you're cycling through the same sequence um, or you're in the same situation over and over again. So this show really is like a fever dream in its way. This show stunk. <laughs> this show stunk. Okay. If you haven't watched it, don't bother. Uh, just go, just, you know, watch her work in Pee Wee's Playhouse. That's, that's where she really excelled. <laughs> All right, and I want you to contact me the minute you finish the last episode. I will. I, I can't wait. Um, can I well, talk? neither can I. Go do it right now. I'll no. wait. <laughs> no. Well, I think it's a better show than all that. I don't think it's the greatest. It's you know, not. there there are some reviews out out there um, that really seem to treat this show as a second coming, and I can't really get on board with that. I think oh, it's please. I don't have the disdain for it that you did, but who knows? Maybe when yeah. I get to the end, I will retroactively uh, despise it. I I kind of doubt yeah. that. All right. Well, then I really do want to hear from you. Well, I'll tell you what. 
We'll okay. try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but next week we'll do a quick check-in okay. at the top of the show. Okay. And I'll I'll try to ex- explain the ending, or I'll give my verdict on the ending. Okay, fair enough. Okay, and what is your grade for Russian Doll? Oh, F minus. <laughs> okay. No, I'll give it an F, because I did enjoy some part of it. <laughs> it merely receives an F. Okay. Yeah, which is a very high mark for it. Well, if it's too high, then it shouldn't be your mark. What is your um, grade? F. Okay. Uh, Mom, do you have a recommendation for us this week? I have a a, a health recommendation now. I've heard oh. from several people with little weird things going on. My sister had something that was like sticking out in her mouth. And, you know, but I've also heard from two other people. And I'm going to tell you that. A trip to the doctor is worth such peace of mind. If you have something going on, I heard a very sad story this morning about a woman who had some symptoms, and she had them for a year, and by the time she went to the doctor, it was too late to do anything, and now she's had a funeral, and, you know, very sad stuff. So don't hesitate. Go see your doctor if you got some little funny thing going on that's that's on your mind. Get some peace of mind. Get it taken care of. Fix it up. What if your doctor's a quack? Dad had a doctor that I thought was a quack. Yeah. He goes to another doctor now. Okay. So if your doctor's a quack, go to a different doctor. That's your side recommendation. <laughs> well, you know, you know, a lot of people go to the doctor and say, oh, you know, I love my doctor because he's very friendly. Well, he's a lousy doctor, but he knows how to chat you up, and that's what you like, and that's what you go for, so... That is not a good doctor. What do you look for in a doctor? Somebody that really seems like they care and know you. You know, like when I had the flu and I went to the doctor and she said, you look very pale. It's like, well, yeah, because she knows who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, also, probably you looked pale. That was another tip off. But, but she wouldn't know I looked pale if she didn't know me. No? No. Okay. Because I'm kind of pale anyway, you know? So you were extra pale this day. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, maybe that should have been the uh, Pop Mom slogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a better one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Culture, apparently. That doesn't really roll off the uh, tongue. Yeah, but. that's right. Um, all right. So mom's recommendation is to go to the doctor. Um, she also highly recommends Russian Doll on Netflix with the five star F rating. No and stars. Uh, she also recommends that if you have an opportunity to try your Girl Scout cookies this spring, uh, try the Tagalongs, also known as peanut butter patties. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. What should we talk about, Mom? Any ideas? Mm, Something interesting. Oh, okay. That's good. Something interesting. We'll try that. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. We'd love to have some more listeners. We're so greedy. Uh, We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you, too. Love you, too.